0: Come in, Ocean Sailor. Come in, Ocean Sailor.
1: The Ocean Sailor Podcast. Brought to you by Ocean Sailor Magazine and Kraken Yachts.
0: Well, uh, hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to uh, the 15th episode of the Ocean Sailor Podcast. Uh, I'm here feeling quite lonely today on my own because my co-host and oppo uh, Dick Durham has, uh, has cleared off up to uh, the Peak District to try and get a bit of sun, I think. <laughs> that might be a bit unlikely this time of the year in the Peak District. But he's up there munching about, so he's not down here and able to talk to uh, Adam and Kiara. So, uh, yeah, without further ado... We'll uh, go straight over to the podcast and uh, and say hi to uh, Adam and Kiara. <laughs> hi guys, really, really nice to uh, link up again. It's been hey. a bloody hey, while, guys. you know. It's been a minute between it's been drinks. A while. And uh, yeah, it's been a, a pretty kind of incredible year. Uh, but do you realise it's a year? It's more than a year. Since we last I can't met. I believe home. it's
2: been more than a year. It's like it's, what it's, did we do last year? I know, right? <laughs> Where did the time go?
0: Yeah, it's whoosh, what was that? Oh, that was your life. And you gotta get <laughs> yeah. on there. You know? So come on, yeah. tell me, you know, in in, in that time, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of an update on uh, on what Kraken's been up to in a minute. But what have you guys? You're yeah. you're in ours at the moment.
1: We are. We came back yeah. with uh We've, after all of the COVID, COVID schmozzle we finally made it back to Australia three years later to see nieces and nephews and friends that we've not not seen yep. for three years. Who and weren't born prior weren't to us being yet. here. Uh, <laughs> wow. <so laughs> Lots yeah, of family time happens.
2: happening at the moment, which yeah. is that really happens. nice. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, everything's changed back home. Um, but geez,
2: so Kate, so since when we last saw you, we had pretty much just arrived in uh the Azores and you mm. you said to us, Oh, you know, if you uh if you wanna hop on a like if you ever want the chance to see a kraken, now's your chance. Now's your chance, yeah. And I remember that we both just like hop we we're just like, should we? And look at each other. Should we? Should Sophie,
1: we? Sophie Sophie Marie had just yeah just yeah, was yeah, yet fine. to be handed off. Yep. And uh yeah, I remember after our interview in Leon C we were Talking again after a, a couple of weeks later and we were in Ponte Delgada in the marina there. Yeah. The Azores yep. and there's a good airport there. And we were yep. talking to you said, geez, you know, if you ever wanted a ride, now would be the time. Yep. And bang, next flight, out of there. Exactly. Yep. Actually, what was. was it? We had a No, it was after that. And then we... yeah, never mind. No, we <laughs> we had back to back troops actually. It was a good home base to explore well, it, the, yeah. do, do, the
0: Azores.
1: Do you know uh, the
0: Azores no, must August have a special... 20,
2: 21.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the Azores must have a special magical effect on people, you know, because um, you, I, I said to you, hey, guys, if you want to come, come now. And to my complete amazement, you said, yeah, all right, we'll come tomorrow. And, uh, <laughs> Then,
2: <laughs> it's kind of like the reason why i come out here is to take risks. To I hope it wasn't one
1: of those like throwaway invites, you like, Oh, they'll never say yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, I'll be there in the morning. Like, oh, but, oh. Yeah. oh, crap!
0: <laughs> uh, I should have factored in the Aussie element of this because Aussies are well known for <laughs> exactly. turning, turning up 15 years later, and, uh, and uh, yeah, you said I could stay at your place, you know. But no, exactly, I mean, it was, it was absolutely, absolutely brilliant.
2: being at home,
0: but but what also and then, happened what, so
2: since then. Sorry, carry on. Well,
0: but but I was going to say, but what also happened in the Azores to me, uh, I sailed in from, uh, I came up the south, uh, came up south in the Atlantic and uh, came into the Azores. And a guy who was a school chum of mine, uh, we last saw each other when we were 15, um, managed to get in touch Mm -hmm. via another friend. And I called him just as we were arriving in uh, in the Azores, and wow. and I said to him, you know, and we had a really great chat, and it was just like, you know, it was fifty years, fifty years, wow. and we hadn't spoken to each other.
2: That's insane. And I said,
0: wow. and and I said, you know, Gary, it's really great to get in touch. You know, what are you, I got to ask you, what are you doing in the next couple of three weeks? And he said, well, you know, I've got things to do in business now. I said, oh, you don't fancy jumping on a plane and coming out for a sail, you know, around the Azores and pre- perhaps we'll sail to Portugal. And he went, yeah, all right then. No, <laughs> really? <laughs> what is with and the
2: Azores? It just and makes people just be all impromptu.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, it must, be, it must be some magic. Because it is a magical Something place. In I, one, really, I yeah. must it tell you. It is a
1: magical place. I yeah.
0: really do. You know, and I have I get talk, a lot of people talking to me about, you know, their plans and their sailing plans. Uh, and often it starts with people saying, oh, well, we want to do a circumnavigation. And I try my level best to talk people out of just trying to do a circumnavigation. And mm-hmm. I tell them my little catchphrase is you need to sail round the world. Uh, sorry, you need to sail around the world, not round the world. And that yeah. way, you get to see everywhere. this wonderful world. It is still a wonderful world, isn't it? It is. And yeah. and I often use the Azores as an example, because most voyaging yachtsmen treat the Azores just as a one stop, uh, you know, yeah. and they're, they're, they stay there a week, provision up, and yeah. ever they've gone, pit
1: stop, have a cup, charge off into uh, the med,
0: yeah, yeah, have a have a couple of beers in Peter's Sports Bar, and hey, yeah. I've, I've yeah. done, I've, I've done the done. Azores, Take that job. Yeah, yeah, definitely. but I, I actually spent uh, I spent two and a half months in the Azores, and thought it was absolutely oh, wow. magical. And, uh, and and obviously, you guys spent a bit of time there as well. We so. did largely we did. the same.
1: That's we actually had yeah. to, we we didn't have to, but we we were having such a good time in the Azores that we used up a sizable, uh, the lion's share of our Schengen visa allotment,
2: which is ninety, which days, is in 90 180. days in every one eighty. One eighty, as you may very well know now.
1: In um in the Azores and we had to fly out to the UK where Kiara has some family just to kind of stop the clock while we found our bearings and figured out what we were going to do. And we actually ended up just deciding to um, to do another, the rest of the circuit and go yeah. back around down to the uh, the Canaries and Cape Verde. And, and back yeah, to the Caribbean right. again. And, and, and the oh, that's, oh
0: that's, that's right, yeah. yeah. You, you, you did a complete circle, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. So uh, I remember in
2: February we were chatting to you and we were just like, Hey, so do you know now, we're, we've like properly crossed back again. You're like, oh, what? You're back
1: in the, so Kine- you're back
2: in the Caribbean again.
1: <laughs> you must have been your influence because we were, uh, I often Where, think about we? what you I said about in, like, sailing of around the world and not around the yeah. world. And lately we've been more, yeah, more or less fixated on going and exploring the higher parts of the globe in lieu of the circumnavigation mid-latitude style. Just yeah, because yeah. you miss so much, and yeah. we've just finished, we just finished one Atlantic circuit, and we're sort of gearing up for another one. It's like larger,
0: larger concentric circles, exploring more and more ambitious places. We're just doing a spiral, do yeah. Oh, uh, you know that's that's so such the right thing to do. You know, I mean, I I, I don't think I told you I, I was when I was sailing uh, White Dragon across the Indian Ocean, I uh, got to Mauritius, and my planned route was a reunion. And then from reunion, I was going to go to, to sail straight to Durban, and then Cape Town, and I got mm-hmm. chatting to this guy, and who uh, was a sailor, and he said to me, "Oh, you know," he said, uh, "Where are you where are you going?" We we're just sitting in a bar one time chatting, and mm-hmm. I told him my route. He said, "Oh, yeah," he said, "But you can't you can't miss out Madagascar." So I said, "Well, well, well so yeah, I don't really think I've got time for that," and. Um, he said, I oh, don't, no, mate. He said, you, you've absolutely got to go to Madagascar. Oh. And uh, my, my friend that was with me, uh, Steve and I, who was my long-time crew, great buddy, great crew, we said, well, what do you think? We we better do this, haven't we? And then I did a little bit of research, and I found that there's a bay at a place called Ile St. Marie in Madagascar, which would be a landfall, uh, which is also the place where um, it's mostly known for a, as a breeding ground for humpback whales. And oh, I said, wow. Look, you know, Steve, if, if we get going, we might just catch the tail end of that. And we, Anyway, we did. And as we were arriving at Ile St. Marie, we were about maybe 10 or 15 miles off. And I can remember clear as day, I was sitting with my back to where we were going in the cockpit. Steve was on the helm. And I said, you know, the thing is, Steve, I said, uh, just hope we're not too late to, to catch those humpbacks. it would be a magic thing. And he went, well, I don't think so. So no. I said, why is that? He said, well, there's one just jumped straight over there. He said, <laughs> oh, and oh there's another God. one over there. And do you know, we, on that on that first day and that oh. first arrival in Ile-Saint-Marie, we saw 80 to 100 humpback <gasps> whales. Wow. Oh, in my God. In groups of 10 and... You know they were doing the net fishing thing with a wow. with a bubble, and then they were breaching and jumping and stuff. So, oh.
2: <laughs> we suddenly just like, oh, maybe we shouldn't have come at peak season, actually, on our sailboat.
0: This wasn't and, the and, time when you hit the whale with
1: white dragon. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. That
0: that was that was after leaving Cape Town, and we right. still don't know if that was. But we then went up and over uh, Madagascar, and whereas I'd planned to go there for a two or three week diversion. We actually stayed four months. And, oh, and wow. it was totally really incredible. It. If you guys get the chance to sail to Madagascar, yeah. give yourself plenty of time. You you won't forget. There's a great, there's a great place where all the, because the, there's quite a few yachties do go there. There's a, yeah. there's a great place. Uh, you won't forget the name of it. It's called Nosy B. And it is really spelled. <laughs> <scary. laughs> no, it it is Nosy B. And there's this kind of, <laughs> crater which was a, a as a crater formed by an asteroid uh hitting the earth or uh, you know of, of some time ago obviously and and that's that forms the yacht club and the anchorage with the yacht club oh to, wow to, that amazing two <laughs> con- awesome. containers and a, and a derelict bus actually is the yacht club. but <laughs> perfect my kind of spot no, i had a great time and 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 the you know really had a good time there, and that's that's what you're going to miss if you're in this goddamn hurry to keep mm. on and on. Because, of course, as you know, you get caught up in the whole requirement of seasonality to keep, yeah. you know, because yeah. totally. Typhoon and Cyclone season it. You know, yeah. And you've got to clear out here and then you're pushing ahead. But the way yeah. to go for me was to either drop south or drop north had come out of the typhoon area that was impending and spend six months up in that area or down in that area, letting the that typhoon season go through in the area that's vulnerable. But, of course, the, the typhoons, you know, cyclones don't read all the books and it does not necessarily. <laughs> It doesn't always yeah. work out They're yeah, a bit off the, yeah, off the playbook we, this year. I think
2: <laughs> next year we're going to try and embrace a little bit of that. We're going to, you know, like after so many bloody uh, hurricane seasons in the Caribbean and I think last year when we were in the um, nearer the Mediterranean, more so in uh, North Atlantic, I remember saying to Adam, oh, this is so good. One hurricane season where we don't need to think about hurricanes. This is amazing. Yeah. And yeah. then we went back to the Caribbean. <laughs> and uh, <the> away- <laughs> proceeded to then and, uh, have yeah, to think yeah, about, no, no, where no, do we go no. for hurricane season? Yeah. And right yeah, now they- I'm like, oh, I can't wait to just go, as you said, either north or south and just get we out of the way with that.
1: A, I mean, this yeah. plan that we've got going on is like a re, re-interception of, of what would have been last year's plan had it have gone to plan. But we had a pretty rough run in the second half of last year for various reasons, so it didn't come together for us. But yeah. now we're back on track.
0: To, yeah, do, to, to do go. with Millie or other things? Yeah,
1: I oh, just, like, I we, I broke my foot. We both yeah. got COVID. We lost, that's, that's the US Postal Service lost our propeller shaft a for about it, six to eight weeks.
2: Took a bit longer and than expected. And then a whole bunch
1: of other, like, cascading, fall, not failures, but mission creep. What yeah. was going to be a three-week job turned into a six-month overhaul but, 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 of the boat. But, but,
0: but, but I'm confused. Surely Blue Water Cruising is just sailing around from one Sandy Bay to another Sandy Bay drinking <gasps> gin and tonics. <laughs> yeah, this is what so. I was sold.
2: Apparently I know, so. right? Yep. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I, I, I thought I, I, I'd be I, drinking
2: I, pina coladas every day, made by my barman. <laughs> I don't know what happened.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, people ask me that, and I say, well, actually, the reality is that what you do is you sail around the world looking for the next place to fix your boat. <laughs> and and, exactly. and you're, you're, you you're you know you go through an area that's like got very little um, mm. Western uh, infrastructure at all, and you you rock up in a place, a, a good place I can remember um, that fits this bill, and it will probably resonate with you. Is is a place called Kota Kinabalu, which is in Borneo, um Malaysia. Oh, I've
2: been there. Yeah.
0: Have you? All right. Well, when you when you rock up in, in Kota Kinabalu, which I did coming from the Philippines, where you can't get anything, um, there's three Chinese uh, kind of tool shop, stroke, not really chardleries. But, you know, and, and I'm particularly mentioning the Chinese because they are really good often at stocking massive, massive inventories of just about everything you can think of. And of course I've got a whole handful of sheared bolts and twisted bolts and stuff like that. (laughs) Nuts that are of a different thread so I can get anywhere else. Standard. And I thought, oh well, just you know, and a rock in there and and you show him this boat and you're thinking, well, it doesn't matter if it's a bit of if it's different thread, I could re thread it and I could cut the length down or something like that. And and then the guy says, How many do you want? And do you want three one six grade or three oh four grade? <laughs> what? <laughs> and, but what and, 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 and you, i never wanted to leave the place you know it's just like the world's biggest <laughs> sweep shop so and, that, I'm so and glad that's glad that kind someone
2: of, else says this i think it's yeah, just it's, us yeah, it's, what, it's really to. nice to have you say that as well and i'm like oh yeah no, it's no, so it, a relief
0: no it's it's what happens and, and how is millie doing is she still looking after you very well she is she is she's
1: uh after the schmozzle of last year she's finally in a place where a lot of the big ticket items i mean we finished the atlantic circuit without incident which is amazing the butchers yeah. bill was yeah. basically nil
0: no um, more nothing no more props no more props no shaft more disappearing, uh, disappearing yeah. out, touch, out the back of the boat wood. <laughs>
1: yep. touch wood no more disappearing prop shaft not
2: for th- Three um, years now. We
1: uh, oh, we've got brilliant, all the way around without any serious issue. A um, couple of minor things, which were a bit of a surprise, but generally everything was fine. And then we've we've taken care of all the loose ends. And then, yeah, we've got a, a handful of sort of things that aren't even really loose ends. I'm just going to do them for good measure. And then the boat really should be in a state yep. where we okay. can do sort of a multi-season, hot like high-tempo kind of yeah. you know we can stop stopping if
0: you will <laughs> yeah, yeah so 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 do you mean you've got a list <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> Never any any if any. you it's haven't going as we speak i'm sure if you if you haven't
0: <laughs> I, at, at the worst at the worst points after a, a long cruise in some you know out of the way places i often found that i had three lists which was the mm-hmm. oh, i've really got to do this and get parts flown in <laughs> list yeah uh, i really yeah. should do this but i think i can bodge it and, and get through it. And the court. Oh, you know, one day I'd like to do that One list. day I'd love to do that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. So
2: the last list for me is like, I've seen this on another boat and I really want it on mine,
0: which yeah, is the yeah.
2: dangerous list. That's the dangerous <laughs>
1: list. So, yeah. The, yeah, number one list is pretty well empty. Number two list has got a handful left and we're basically under the number three after yeah. that. Oh, brilliant. So it's looking good. Yeah, she's going
0: well. Oh, great. And, and obviously I know that you've broached or, or you've breached out um, and uh, have, have founded a, a new uh, website and a new YouTube channel. Yeah, which this I is more Adam's baby this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is um, which. Of course, we had some minor discussions about the the, the particular name and the brand of which, <laughs> <laughs> which is really
2: confidential. So all, all we can straight, just say yeah, I'm is not even sure
0: what I beep, am and I'm not that, beep, to said that
2: beep yeah. said that
1: beep. <laughs> Put it yeah. this way: you can you can judge a you can judge an endeavor by the caliber of people it pisses off. So we must have been doing something right, because
0: uh... well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> I, 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 of course, I can remember the first you know uh, conversations with you you sent sent me the message and look, you know, we've been contacted by the British Admiralty and they're telling us this, this, and this. Do you think it's a sort of a problem? <laughs> this is. Yeah, I think it's a problem. Maybe I mean, you might have an issue. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so I so can't. We, uh... So I can't understand why you named the new one the Volvo uh, website. Or, <laughs> or, 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 I do not know where that was taken, or, or perhaps the Knox Johnson uh, YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> that <is>. <laughs> That's <laughs> even yeah. But uh, I mean,
1: I, I must say, you know, gave
2: himself a uh, a demotion.
1: Yeah, in good jest, we gave ourselves a field demotion. Which is how and, we landed where we are now, the midshipman.
0: <laughs> and and I really like it, guys. I, I've you know I've watched some of it. I've watched all of it, yet. And I've really liked the, you know, yeah. You know, I re- respond well to the well. Look, hang on. Sorry, not going to toe the line. Let's just tell it the way it is. Attitude that you're bringing to this oh, program. It's all about, and I, a you must have caused some. You must have caused a lot of waves and and dissent. But you know, bleep this out. F- them, tell it.
1: <laughs>
0: well, I, think, I mean, it, we look. We hope. We hope that
1: generalists. But we try not to reach any conclusion that is not based that isn't isn't provable or isn't something that they have explicitly said. For us, it's all about having the conversation because what really pissed me off about, well, it really pisses me off in general about the boating industry is that there's a lot of gatekeeping and a lot of come drudgery and you're not all, you're almost not allowed to have a conversation or say, I'm not sure that makes sense. Or why did they do that? Like you just have to accept what you're given and like it and take it as gospel. But yeah, that's marketing. That's marketing. They're telling you it's good for this, despite the fact that every all of its predecessors look nothing like it. So, and, and I think the, the the response from the audience is indicative of the need for this. I think, for a long time, boat builders and marketeers and boat shows and well, just the whole industry has existed in its own, an echo chamber of its own making, and the customers and the sailors were not even allowed to yeah. have a conversation or ask a question or say their opinions for fear of being put back in their box by you know, the come drudgery of, of marine architects well, or <laughs> salty dogs. Or, or upsetting or our friend. upsetting you their their friends who also have that like it's, it's almost taboo. Yeah to speak about a boat like you would speak about a person. It's like, these are not people, these are boats. And, yeah. and there's other people selling them and asking you to cut a very sizable check for said boat. And I don't think it's fair that you're not allowed to have an opinion on it or even well, ask a question without getting shunned or saying that's, like that shouldn't be a, a bad well, thing yeah,
0: yeah but hey, your head. Adam, If you remember, and I told you this at the time, uh, the reason I found it... Um, the uh, Ocean Sailor magazine was because we couldn't get our message out yeah. about how dangerous yeah. these changes to underwater profiles were, in particular keels coming off and Kills coming off and blade hung rudders and yeah. yeah. so. <coughs> and and, stuff. and the, the the journalists said to me quite openly, "You know, Dick, look, we agree with everything you're doing." Um, but we can't print it because we lose too much of our advertising revenue if we do.
2: Really? So yeah.
0: that's absolutely what happened. I, I'm not going to oh. name names; it wouldn't be fair because, you know, in, in all cases. But not once that didn't happen. Once that happened several times across different, uh, uh, different continents. Yeah, and in and the you're end, not
2: the first person that I've heard say that. No, yeah. no,
0: there, there's a,
1: there's a hundred percent other people who used to be. I know I won't name him, but I know at least one other guy who started a whole, a whole online forum and a whole community off the back of his frustration with the, marine, lack, of the lack of honesty and transparency in marine journalism. <laughs> he wasn't able to say what he really thought for fear of. Upsetting the people who are holding the purse strings, and that's that's the reason that the midshipmen exists is because we don't we're not beholden to anyone except the people who are listening. And we, even then, when they listen, don't listen, we're going to have the conversation regardless. And I think people resonate with that, and they get to say their piece too, because it's not an echo chamber of just Andy and I. We, you know, you'll yeah. get your moment in the sun, Dick, as well. You're more than welcome on the show to say your piece, as are the people in the audience. Yeah, I'd be very
0: section. happy to do that because. What you what you guys are doing is really close to my heart, and and it's not anything to do. It's nothing to do with wanting to promote Kraken, yeah. but it is a massive amount to do with giving people an honest and reasoned. Because you can't just say I'll do that because I think so. Yeah, it's be you know the arguments need to be reasoned, don't they? You have to. You know, like we, we laughed and joked about the, the spy hole through the bottom of the of an ML, and, <laughs> and, and That's,
2: that is so 50-50, that thing. Yeah, Every time yeah. I speak I to that people
0: I in a review about the ml <sighs>
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, no, it's a I very saw divisive it divisive
0: thing, and it was I great. saw it, yeah. but, yeah, but yeah, there we is a the the
2: discussion though. Yeah,
0: well, we did, and and, there, and after that, oh, and I don't know if I've ever mentioned this to you. <laughs> after that, I realized. a real big big snag with that whole idea because I don't think Amel have actually also invented clear antifoul. And if they haven't haven't invented clear uh, uh, antifoul, you know and I know that in less than a month, that (laughs) spy hole is going to be useless (laughs) because it's going to have growth over it. And so, yeah,
2: we'll talk about and, that and what, one later too. <laughs> yeah.
0: And, 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 well, people are entitled really when they're buying a boat and asking the serious question of the seller of that boat, they're entitled not to be sold bloody gimmicks that are there to kind of pseudo prove that their boats are blue water. But there's something I wanted to bring up with you guys, and it's taken me, a long time mulling this over because uh, I wondered, you must have wondered, why did the big names that we know about, in fact, all names these days, why did they all suddenly go in this direction? And I wonder if you've worked, uh, if you've thought about that and worked that out because I got a pretty good idea why that's happened.
1: Oh, because well, because
0: the thing the, the, the thing the thing that um, that absolutely amazed me and that was what led to me founding Kraken Yachts is that it wasn't one or two companies that did it the whole lot all of the big names that you know uh, and associate with blue water cruising uh, you can name them SML there's Oyster there's Contest. all of those companies suddenly went into a completely different format type of yacht, which we know isn't compatible, whatever anybody wants to tell you, with true off grid blue water sailing. And I worked out the reason why. Because I oh, of the okay. I have of the sailing public, how what percentage do you think really are gonna go and want to even yeah, want exactly. to cross ocean? And I reckon I it's think less that's than what it
2: comes back to.:
0: I reckon it's less than one yeah, percent. And if I you agree. are in a company which is driven by requiring you know better and better uh, profitability, more growth, more sales, actually, sensibly, you don't go for the one percent. you go for the 99, don't you? Yes yeah, totally. precisely. Yeah, and my the 99
1: often brings that up as well to check me when I go that's not a blue water boat. Ru, 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 ru. What are they doing look at this look at that he's like yeah but the people who buy this half like 90% of them are never going to cross an ocean. Yep. Well, yeah they that's might right. do it once a year. Yeah with a well, paid skipper say on board and that that's they're that they're going to do it
2: and um, they end up not doing it. My issue
1: is not with the boats they're building. My issue my main gripe is the the is they're still calling them yeah. the same thing? That's no. what, you can build whatever you want. You can build it, sell it. Just sell it for what it is, and call it what it is. And
0: thankfully, you know, Adam, don't. thankfully they there are these boats are the main you know dragging a lot, pulling uh, draggings probably the wrong word, pulling a, a lot of people into uh, sailing that otherwise wouldn't go there.
1: Yeah, so for they're sure. creating.
0: So they're creating a, a, a much bigger market. Um, of of people that go sailing, absolutely yeah. got yep. no problem with that at all. But don't tell people, you know, no. that they yeah, can yeah, go and it's cross ocean for one
1: thing. And it, and it isn't. yeah, yeah it exactly. Is it, it is. I I'm mean, that, you know, we
0: we're going to head all the way back to the first. Decide your purpose, aren't we? That nutshell. Exactly. That's you, it. You, that, yeah. you know, that old chestnut rather. You, you can't get away from. You have to decide yeah. your purpose and then build the right boat for that. You know, I understand you That's did. Um, I understand you did a, a I, I haven't watched it yet. I must tell you, but uh, one of your um, uh, midshipman uh, uh, videos was revolving around. Uh, can you sail across the ocean, uh, uh, across oceans uh, mm-hmm. in a production boat? I think you yeah. named Benito in the thumbnail and said, you know, and I know you've, you went, of course, to Italy and sailed on a better Um <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I think you, and of course, the, the issue really here is that, you know, you can take the Andy Shell approach and you can say, which I know you don't believe and I don't believe, that oh, a good seaman will get across the ocean in anything. Well, that's bullshit. Anyhow, as you know, we don't believe that. But you can take that approach to try and defend boats that are less well founded than they need to be to go and be bombproof and sail an ocean. You can take that approach.
1: But well, it's his facile. approach was
0: slightly that wasn't quite his.
1: That was a one of the other members of that podcast. That, so we did a podcast with him, and it was a it was four four crews, and one of them had that ethos, and his was probably let maybe left of that left of center from that in that it, like I was surprisingly had some commonalities he certainly he certainly is uh not in the fixed keel camp by any means given yeah you know, he's a he's a big fan of swan a uh, swan yeah. um but he he's a he is a fit for a pur- fit for purpose to an extent I think but he's very much not on board with the fixed keel thing which is where we no, you mean cla- the integral keel debated I mean- at like, integral keel sorry yeah integral keel, yeah where yeah. we where we debated at length, um, but uh, he's he certainly he does he does believe that there's a hierarchy of boats. If you sorry, a spectrum of boats as opposed to a hierarchy. Because I was prepared, I, I didn't think we were going to be on the same page of that. And I was pleasantly surprised that he was so oh, okay. like, yeah, no, I think the same. Um, but, uh, but he he definitely he exists. I think because well, his boats are Swan fifty eight, and for what he does, it's perfect, but not everybody operates with, you know, 15, no, not 15, maybe eight crew on board at any one time from marina to marina across an ocean with tier one maintenance and, and full, you know, like this is a commercial cruise, uh, professional crew. It's a professional operation. And for that purpose, that boat is okay because it's bolts will be checked. It will be, it'll get the maintenance rigour required, but for Amman par, Voyage around the world on a shoestring or on a, a, a drawdown budget, that is not appropriate because you're one accident away from bankruptcy, um, which is where the integral keel comes in. One accident away from
0: bankruptcy or worse. Well, yeah, really. more than yeah, yeah. or worse. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's right. In my view, as you know, I've been doing this for a long time, sailing about the world for a long time. And my view is that it's a just a numbers game. And that eventually, if you keep doing the same thing with the same risk existing, actually, at some point in time, your name's on the top of that bloody list. And that's so for me, it isn't, you know, you, you could talk about a lot of the aspects of a Kraken and say, oh, well, is that absolutely necessary? Is that absolutely necessary? Is this absolutely necessary? And the answer to that is that some of it is some of the things that we include in the boat is not absolutely necessary. They're highly desirable, and if you don't yeah. consider that, if you don't consider the requirement uh, or or the risk that they overcome, somewhere you keep doing it enough. And I am talking for me, it's you know best part of forty five years. Um, sometime your number comes in, and now you are in uh, the deep doo doos. And you know that's well, and and you know, he, I I think I said this in the very, very first uh, uh, a video that we did, which uh, went out on uh, sailing Millennial Falcon. Um, I think I said, well, you can cr- you might cross a desert in a Fiat, yeah. But
1: you choose said, yeah.
0: to go, you choose to yeah. go in a Land Cruiser, wouldn't you? And that's yeah. it. Really, that's the I whole thing. I love
2: comparing cars to boats because it's more know, right? like <laughs> yeah. everybody just seems to be like, oh, yeah, I know exactly about People a car. Whether you're into it. cars, whether you're not, almost everyone around the world knows something about a car and they can see whether it's suitable or not or what is good in their area or not. So it's really, mm. it's so easy to just be like.
1: It's a much more visceral. Exactly. You know, a Fiat versus a yeah. Land Rover. It's like, oh, yeah. clearly that's different. Whereas yeah. With yeah. boats, you put, you like, two boats, yeah. it's got masts, it's got sails. It's harder to be like. Well, that's very
0: different to that. Yeah,
2: and to think that's not the same for boats. Like, it's just.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Well, it's true. You need to learn a bit
2: more then, perhaps. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah, it's true, and and of course the thing is, the thing is, what is uh, the massive tsunami wave that you guys and I, but you know, you're you're engaged in that as an ongoing battle, which I love. Uh, That tsunami wave is is that you're try to fight against is yeah but everybody builds like this these days and mm. and that's a difficulty yes, that's because then you come to the assumption that that must be okay but of course it's not true at all and it takes mm-hmm. somebody with a bit of balls which well done for you two both of you have stood fast and uh, and and said it the way it is and and let me know, ask getting- on, sorry oh.
2: I was going God, to say, I mean, well, the fact that you even started this podcast and your magazine as well, you know, you also have contributed to getting the message out there. You're the first yeah, get, one who did it.
0: Yeah, I got a bit well of skin bad. in the game. Yeah, I suppose I got a bit of skin <laughs> in the game. Yeah, and, and, yeah you know, well, honestly, A little bit
1: of me given up on trying to convince people one way or the other. My main goal, I've reframed it for myself, just for my own sanity is that you can t- you can make whatever choice you want there is you can whatever you you're never going to convince someone to be like you, you know to change camps you might get a few people who have who weren't married to one or the other but getting people to change camps is very hard but if someone wants to go down that road my objective is to be like as long as you know 100% and you've had the conversation you've been made aware of all the choices so that you won't then perpetuate that True. like as long as if you want to take on additional risk fill your boots but yeah. don't don't pretend like there isn't any. Don't pretend like you've got all the sure. variable
0: variables covered. You know, that's like true. that's
1: like I've given yeah, up I mean, time it, to change it, people's uh,
0: mind. I tell you, I tell you, which is what is very interesting, and uh, you know, and your you, you know, the stuff that you put out on your um, uh, on your video YouTube channel um, definitely was part of getting that message across. Um, but I used to get asked a hell of a, or told, I should say, well, I've got you on a short, I've, I've got crackers on a short list and I'm going to make my mm. decision. And there's this one and there's Oyster and there's Rassi and there's a Mel, there's this one or whatever. I don't, that ha- that hardly ever happens anymore. Oh, By
2: really? the time,
0: yeah, You're really. Right. And, and, wow. and that's, yeah, that's, that's straight to your, um, publications and uh, and your <laughs> uh, and, and what we've tried to do with ocean salamac magazine very very rarely a happens a loud
2: anymore. message
0: yeah you know we get we we get asked quite a lot about aluminium. and oh, really? the, yeah yeah we do and you know, I and and the conjecture by the uh, owner or, or the prospective owner is that aluminium is stronger than fiberglass. But that's yeah, ridiculous. You can't afford to be so nebulous. Like no, you can't. And, 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 and there's a very easy way of answering it, which I do. I mean, hang on, yeah. If you're going to compare five mil or six mil aluminium mm. to five or six mil fiberglass, you're right. But who mm, says yeah. you've got to use five or six mil fiberglass? We For use sure. 15 yeah. We use 15 mil fiberglass with comprising 17 to 22 layers, some of which is aramid, which everybody knows as Kevlar. And it's, yeah. Actually, yeah. it's yep. actually bulletproof. and, and, and <laughs> yeah. It's actually bulletproof.
2: Is aluminium bulletproof?
0: <laughs> no, yeah. I don't no, think so. <laughs> no, and, and of course, you know, it's what people get drawn into as... as You know, like sales messages get twisted. Here's a great one, right? One of the big pitches from one of the uh, aluminium yacht builders is that, ah, well, of course, in a Garcia, all of our uh, seacocks are on standpipes up above water. Well, okay, okay, that sounds fantastic, doesn't it? Ah, hang on. Then you're going to get an airlock. And you do get mm. a significant airlock. Why have they done that? Ah. I mean, it's, nothing, it's nothing to do with them about thinking that. about safety. It's to do with you put a bronze seacock on an aluminium boat below the waterline, you ain't got it in the boat for more than about six months before it's corroded out. And this ah. is, <laughs> this is, you know, so you, uh, yeah, you've got yeah. to go, oh, hang on, hang on. Uh, let's think about That's this a little bit more. Let's, let's undo yeah. this a bit further. And, yeah. and that's the kind of thing. It's I find it so hard. I have found it so hard in the industry to just get a bloody straight answer. You know, yeah, you, really. you you
1: you won't most of the time. Like it's pretty rare. Like you just then with the bronze seacock. You like you won't find many people that will tell you that straight, unless they they have the the wisdom of hindsight or they've owned one or they're just, you know, particularly well experienced. But anyone who stands to gain from from
0: talking about those raised seacocks, they're not going to tell you that side of the story. No, no. So there's this, this wonderful thing. All our seacocks are above water yeah. level. It sounds great, <laughs> don't it? You know, but I tell yeah. it, I tell I tell you one of the world's you know, I mean, as I said, you know, I I'll, I'll tell you the other question I get asked, but before I do, on the aluminium front, the acid test, you know, is try and find an owner that's had two aluminium boats. Ah, uh, yeah, oh, that's an interesting, interesting. one. Because co- yeah. corrosion yeah. is such, yeah. such a problem with these boats. You know, know you, can't, you can't get paint to stick to them. And so yeah. why would you build out of a material? I mean, GRP, uh, it's, it's the dream material to build a yacht it out It really it's is. easier for me to material. fix.
2: But that's yeah. because I don't weld. Yeah. And then a lot of the other argument is like steel. People are like, "Oh, yeah, steel corrodes so easily," um, which is why we use aluminium. And it's like, "Yeah, but doesn't aluminium oxidize?" As you said, so it's like, "Okay, yeah, it might not corrode like steel, but it still oxidizes." Still it corrodes
1: and it <laughs> yeah. still has issues. Yeah. You've got a lot of uh-huh. extra considerations to take care of, and then all your bonding has to be one hundred and ten percent.
0: And and you yes. know, I mean, you've only you've only got to. You only got to uh, more alongside uh, mm. a steel boat in an alley boat with. You still do need a galvanic connection between the two, but if the boats come together at some point, there you've just made that galvanic connection, and now you've I got know. raging electrolysis occurring, and you don't. Oh. You, know, you just don't want to be thinking that. <laughs> so I think. Uh, Alias have got awful material to build out. Less, also, I'm still you
2: know, intrigued yeah.
0: by it. <laughs> oh, it's like, certainly
1: in certainly in vogue at the moment, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah,
2: exactly. Right. I'm still yeah. like, oh. I mean, don't get me but wrong. But That's
1: because well, see, I often think that the whole expedition it started so it started with yeah. we, we took we had coastal cruises, sort of some middle ground, performance cruises, and then blue water cruises, and then expedition boats and everything's kind of taken. i think they've taken the whole bunch and shifted them down so now what used to be perceived as a blue water sorry what used to be a blue water cruiser in my mind now is more reminiscent of a performance cruiser or a coastal cruiser and so everyone's trying to be the neck is trying to be bigger better tougher from a perception point of view not from a function utility point of view and so they go well what What's what's smashing through icebergs up north? Oh, well, it's big steel icebreakers and aluminium yeah. expedition, you know. So that's in vogue now because everybody wants yeah. to be the everyone wants
0: to own the boat that can go the
1: furthest, go the hardest, and hit something that you know. But it's perception; yeah, well, we, it's not we, utility. We, yeah,
0: you're right. You're right. And and in response to that, we uh, launched um, what we call the Explorer version and the Explorer oh, version. What's
2: this? Oh yeah,
0: yeah we and 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 it, we use kevlar down the front of the keel and down the front of the down the stem and the forefoot that's that's we lay, that's lay standard on. though that's okay, standard, right? standard, st- yeah standard standard
2: yeah okay but
0: what we've done with the um what we've done with the expedition is we have uh brought in uh, a much wider uh layer of aramid and doubled oh. it um and then wow. Uh, and spread that much further around, so that um, so that the impact area you might have with ice uh, mm, okay. is right. is protected. <laughs> but what That's we've amazing also done, you
2: guys can just just like do that, like you know, being a small boat builder, you're like, yeah, fly. you can evolve yeah. on the fly. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's yeah you really
0: can. good. Yeah. You go. I, you mean, listen I... To
2: feedback and you immediately implement it.
0: But but we but the interesting bit is this. So we did that. Uh, And we also insulated it right down uh, below the waterline as well inside, Uh, and of course, fiberglass itself is already a much better insulator than uh, than Mm. aluminium. Um, But anyway, we went right the way down uh, with the insulation to the uh, to uh, to the bottom of the keel, so that you know the the condensation issue is overcome. Right. Uh, and, and and then we we also uh, came came up with the idea of putting a uh, a steel rod connecting uh, the back of the keel to oh, yeah. uh, th- yeah. the bottom of the skeg of the runner. Oh ah, yes. So yeah. that ice can't go up and start smashing up the prop. So we mm. got all this done, and <laughs> we've launched that, and we have a lot of interest in it. One boat. And so we, there are, by the way, there are thirty uh, Krakens on order now. It's quite, it's quite Oh 30. my god,
2: that's amazing! Yeah.
0: It, it was sold wow, out of, sold out of production that for four insane. years. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Most
2: most fifties and 58s fifty eights. Fifty
0: and fifty eight. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, have you thought about going smaller? Yes, uh, and we're launching. We've just started <gasps> designing a Kraken forty four now. And, Seriously, uh, oh yeah, my god! Forty Four, oh, and, 44. and oh, it's an I'm ideal. That will get so it's, an much ideal, it's an absolutely ideal, uh, shorthanded cruising boat for two people. Um, they don't. They don't have to have Australian connections or be a redhead. And a, <laughs>
2: <yeah>. <laughs>
0: you see where I'm going. <laughs> But you're you're, for sure and for certain you're gonna I'm gonna get you out there when that launches and when the fifty eight we go. Um but but anyway, coming back to just coming back to it. Sorry. Yeah, um we we launched this uh expedition uh version and uh explorer version and and I asked people the question. Okay, look, and they tick it up often on the option list. And I asked them, okay, well, you know, so can I ask you the question, are you going to go up in the ice?
2: <laughs> Standard question for they're an explorer,
0: yes. No, no, no. Oh. Not. No, no, I want, to go yeah. to high, I want to go up to Norway or I want to go up to Finland, but we don't, 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 don't want to go up in the ice and and then well in that case you definitely don't need the explorer version because <laughs> the 50s already capable yeah. of everything yeah, you're going to meet and and so you're right adam this is people thinking that if they do this it will somehow lift their whole idea to yeah. a different level or their whole uh, threshold of of straight to a different level Well, I found that really, really interesting. I think they're a fantastic couple. Uh, We covered an awful lot of ground. That is only part one you've just seen. Uh, Part two will be out uh, very shortly. Um, They are a stunning uh, example to us all, I think, of people that have got up and gone instead of just talked about it. And I wish them all the very best of luck uh, in their future campaigns. What I'd like you to do, uh, if you did enjoy it, is press the subscribe button and don't forget to hit notifications so that you know when the next uh, round of material's coming out, next podcast's coming out. We've been very slow, as some of you will know, uh, in getting podcasts out. And frankly, that's just because we've been so stunningly busy uh, at Kraken and it's taken really all of my time. So apologies for that. But we, you know... We are doing a lot more again now. Um, we're doing a lot more on YouTube, so don't miss that. There's one that's going to be uh, out new on YouTube uh, pretty well as we speak. So that's a roundtable discussion, which I think uh, and hope you'll find uh, interesting. That's you know more about the sort of Kraken side of things. Um, we've also got a podcast coming out Well, we've got part two coming out, with Adam and Chiara, uh, the Millennials. But then after that, we've uh, got in the can already um, a podcast that we did uh, with uh, David Wilkinson. uh, And you are guaranteed to find that interesting. He's one of the survivors you could say participants, but actually I was mostly correct because it was a really big ordeal of reenactment of Mutiny on the Bounty, um, the Captain Blythe's voyage across the Pacific, 5,000 miles across the Pacific in an open boat. Um, if you don't find that if you don't find that one interesting well I'm going to give up because uh, it had me transfixed. I think it's uh, I think it was completely uh, crazy uh, but he did survive and you're certain to enjoy that. Of course on the mutiny and the bounty the next episode of the podcast Dick, Dickie Durham will be back in the chair uh, looking to have him back on board. We'll try and gag him as best we can at certain points. That won't be easy. That's all to say, really. Uh, this uh, this outro comes from the saloon of uh, White Dragon, so I'm having a nice time sitting on White Dragon in the uh, harbour uh, at Bodrum. It's a very nice day, and the, the se- summer season of sailing in Turkey is just beginning. Looking forward to getting out there. Thanks very much. Take care.